And welcome to Scooby-Doo and Sister 2 Podcast, where two sisters with nothing in common bond over their love for Scooby-Doo. I'm Lydia, the youngest sister. And I'm Liz, the dog mom sister. Yes, we love Sparky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a dog aunt. <laughs> a dog aunt mm-hmm. and a dog sister? I'm yeah. not sure what Haynes is Haynes is like more of a brother. <laughs> yeah. He's not like, I mean, he's technically like my dog, but I'm not like his mom. Dad uh, reminds you all the time that you are technically... Haynes' owner? I mean, I am. But I say, like, when I'm talking to Haynes, that Haynes, who's our dog, (laughs) for the people out there that know. (laughs) More on him later. Yeah. That when I, like, come home and I know that my mom's there, I'll be like, did mama feed you today? (laughs) Or did she give you snacks? So, I mean, I don't call myself mama to him. I'm sissy. Ah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's what mom says. Mm -hmm. Or Liddy. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) whatever they're feeling that day and now that everyone thinks that we are crazy people um (laughs) (laughs) we just love our dogs okay yeah uh today we are talking about the fifth episode of scooby-doo where are you called decoy for a dog napper yes so a few details on this episode this episode aired on october 11th 1969 the writers were ken spears joe ruby and bill lutz It was produced and directed by Joseph Barbera and William Hanna, and the animation producer was Charles A. Nichols. Our cast was pretty much the same. Don Messick played Scooby-Doo, Radio Voice, Buck Masters, Indian Witch Doctor, and The Sheriff. Which I think this is the same sheriff that was in um, the Haunted Isle episode, the House on the Castle. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. So uh, a little bit of consistency there. That was interesting to see. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. Then Casey Kasem played Shaggy Rogers and Mike. Frank Welker played Fred Jones, Pink Dog, Charlie, and Princess. Stephanie Anna Christopherson played Daphne Blake. Nicole Jafe played Velma Dinkley. And Barry Richard played Ghost of Geronimo, um, which I tried to look him up. He didn't do a ton of voice acting. He's not really well known for anything that I could see. Yeah, his uh, name's not real familiar. Mm-mm. Um, but he will be in a few more Where Are You episodes. So here's what happened on Decoy for a Dog Napper. While out for a walk, Scooby sees a prize poodle dog napped and races to find the rest of the gang. They listen to a radio broadcast about a rash of dog nappings. They visit one of the victims, Buck Masters, who thinks that the dog nappings are related to the upcoming dog show. The gang use Scooby as a decoy by pretending he is a prize-winning Great Dane, belonging to another show competitor. The ploy works, and Scooby is grabbed by the dog nappers. Shaggy gives chase on a motor scooter, but loses the dog napper's truck when he is menaced by a ghostly Indian on horseback. Meanwhile, the dog napper's ringleader, the Indian witch doctor, recognizes Scooby is not Miller's Great Dane and has his henchmen put Scooby on a handcar and sent him down a mountain. The rest of the gang follow the tracking beacon on Scooby's collar and catch up with Shaggy and watch as Scooby goes racing down the railroad tracks. Shaggy leaps onto the handcar and maneuvers it back safely just ahead of an oncoming train. Scooby leads them back to where he had been taken at an abandoned Indian village high on a cliff. 
When they arrive, the witch doctor appears and warns them off. But instead, the gangs separate and press on. Fred and Daphne run into the witch doctor, and Daphne vanishes when Fred goes to investigate a stone idol. Meanwhile, Scooby becomes separated from Shaggy and Velma, but finds a tied-up Daphne and the imprisoned dogs. The two of them round up the rest of the gang, free the dogs, and use them to chase down the witch doctor, who they unmask as Buck Masters. Masters had planned to kidnap all the dogs who may have beaten his own dog in the competition, and then was going to release his dog just in time for the show. So that's what happened on this week's episode. Lydia, what were your initial thoughts on Decoy for a Dog Napper? So this episode, I always liked it as a kid, um, but re-watching it, it's kind of more boring to me. Um, it's a good episode, but it used to be one of my favorites as a kid, but now I don't really think it's one of my favorites. I think it's just a little more boring. I don't know. Yeah, I was uh, wondering how you were going to react because you were really hyped up for this one going into it. Yeah, um, I And I I've never why. really cared for it that much, so I was wondering if you, that kind of held true for you, but it sounds like you were looking at it with some nostalgia glasses, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a while since I've watched it, Yeah. but when I watched it, I was a little more disappointed. Um, again, I thought it was a good episode, but didn't really stick out to me like it used to, so yeah, but it was good. All of the uh, stereotypical Indian stuff was a little cringy, uh, but other than that... Well, I mean, it was made in the 1960s. Yeah, you gotta you gotta look at it. It's that lens, been like 50 years, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally 50 years. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, 50 year anniversary. Yeah. One part that I did like was at the very beginning where Scooby is sniffing around and then he runs into the statue. That just made me think of Haynes right now. <laughs> Oh. Which is sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, Haynes can't help it. Yeah. Um. Our dog Haynes, he's 12, and he has diabetes, and he is blind, has a little hard of hearing as well, so the poor guy, he just runs into a lot of things, you know, because he can't see, and he can't really hear, so <laughs> he's still our, our baby, though, even though he's 12. Yeah. He's an old boy. He is. He's an old man, that's for sure. He, uh doesn't do much anymore but yeah i wanted to ask you would you be willing to put haynes in jeopardy if one of your friend's dogs had been dognapped and the idea was essentially what they did with scooby of uh using him as bait to, to catch the dog nappers that's a good question liz <laughs> um honestly i don't know because i love my dog you know mm -hmm. i don't want anything to happen to him there has to be other ways you would think so, but uh, not anything that the gang thought of, apparently. Yeah, but you gotta think. Scooby was used as bait a lot throughout the show. Oh, yeah. And Shaggy. Mm hmm So, I mean, I feel like that was nothing out of the ordinary for them. But in real life, would I sacrifice Haynes? Well, not necessarily sacrifice. Like, we, you don't know for sure if anything bad would happen. But you know you are putting him at jeopardy. Maybe someone will steal him. Yeah, but I just feel like putting him in jeopardy would just make it worse mm -hmm. because what if something did happen to him now the situation's even worse yeah okay can't so fight fire with fire liz <laughs> okay <All right. laughs> wait liz would you sacrifice sparky no for one of your friends <laughs> not at all there you go <laughs> no now you understand no that's my sweet boy he's staying in the house on the couch where he belongs <laughs> yep and haynes is at home on his pillow so oh, nice pillow. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh good 
I didn't have a ton of like overall topics. Do you have any like overarching things you want to talk about in the episode before we get to some of our like segment type stuff? No, I mean, there wasn't really anything in there. You know, like I said, it's kind of more of a boring episode. I I really yeah. I watched it like 3 times trying to like piece stuff together and mm-hmm. it really wasn't anything. I don't I guess I really liked it as a kid because it had dogs. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Truly I, don't know. <laughs> this might be our shortest episode, guys, because there just isn't much. I mean, yeah. we could rant about, like, the weird Native American stuff going on, but about other than that, that's about the only thing that really stood out in any of it. All right, well, I'm going to read a listener email. Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. It's not really about this episode. But that's okay. I don't know where to stick listener emails, so we're going to put it right here. All right, <laughs> here's our new else. segment called uh, Listener Email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is perfect. First, I need to read the um, the name of the person and what time they sent this to me. Okay. So this email, entitled Theme Songs, is from Ryan Stoned. <laughs> I received this at 5.39 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you, Ryan. <laughs> Alrighty. Mr. Stoned says... Hi, found your podcast by chance. Great to see people keeping the cartoon alive. I have a suggestion for a podcast. I've always found the amount of different theme songs interesting. I'd be curious on your takes on each one. Also, the phrase Scooby-Dooby-Doo is unusual, and the only time I have ever heard it was because of Scooby-Doo. When I was younger, we used to see how many times we could say the phrase over and over. I find it embarrassing now, but hey, maybe you guys can say it over and over. (laughs) Ha ha. I'm curious where that phrase came from and if it's actually used for anything else. Great job and best of luck. So is this like a tongue tie, like a tongue twister kind of thing? I guess. Just say it over for and over For a scooby dooby doo Yeah. That all it is. So just say it over and over again, Lynn. Let's see, let's see if anything happens. <laughs> okay, now I feel like I'm going to really mess up. I'm like under pressure. Yeah. Under pressure. <laughs> Please, we're going to get sued enough from last episode. <laughs> need you to Listen, keep the I'm just making up stuff, okay? Yeah. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. Scooby-dooby-doo, 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 scooby-dooby-doo. Do I have to keep going? Uh, I mean, I don't know how I mean, long this is going to be entertaining, but hey. Okay. You went on for quite some time. I mean, that was what, six? Sure. Yeah, something like that. Okay, beat my six, Liz. All right. <laughs> I know, it's hard once you start thinking about it. Skibby dooby doo, 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 skibby dooby I beat you. I'll give that one up to you. I'm just a better talker, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes I say things and it doesn't come out right. I think that happens to most people. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, word wise, though. So, like, the other day at work, I think it was, I asked someone to hand me the um, stapler. And I said, can you hand me the um, papeler or something like that? Like yes. I like mixed like letters around. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, it happens all the time. Like you take like the first letter and the last letter and like mm-hmm. switch it. I found that it's a lot more common for me now. So I don't know why. Hmm. Or maybe I've always done it and never yep. realized it. That's a possibility. Yeah. You know, I do that a lot. I also do this weird thing where, like, I'll have, like, the sentence of what I want to say in my head, and it'll all come out except for, like, <laughs> one word, and it'll just be a completely different word than what was originally meant to be said. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. 
Maybe it's just our brains. Maybe. I don't know. Do we have brain damage, sis? <laughs> I, I mean, probably do. You technically uh, probably do. <laughs> I've never had a concussion well, that I'm aware of, so. I did have memory loss. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a lot better now. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> At least that I, I know. At least that you can remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know that I know. Yeah. But do I really know? <laughs> <laughs> That might be the name of this one. <laughs> do I know that I know? Or do I really know? Oh, God. All right. So but obviously, I don't know, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, this might rival last week's. I don't know. Weirdness. I didn't think we would. It's, guys, it's not even late. It's okay. like 7-11 on a Saturday. Yeah, but I've I literally just worked like nine hours. Yeah, and we don't have anything to say about this episode, so so here I am, kind of rambling at this point, getting a little more sister and not so much Scooby this uh, this episode around. But so yeah. are we like about to talk about these theme songs then? Uh, I don't want to do it now. I do like that idea for an episode though. <gasps> we could do a musical episode. Yeah, well, I have a couple ideas for that. For theme songs, I would really like to do like a tournament style thing where yeah. we determine what the <gasps> ultimate Scooby-Doo theme song March is. March Madness. Oh, yeah. We can do that in March Madness. That would be so fun. Yeah. Because I, I literally know nothing about basketball. So this is a tournament <laughs> I could really get into. There you go. Oh, that would be fun. What if we like made a little like bracket sheet and then people could fill it out and like follow along with us and then... <gasps> Yes. Yeah, like they could put up like what they what is that is. their dream team is that what they call it i don't know what are they it's just a... no like you know how like the people that are into the sports <laughs> 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 well i don't know like what teams do that well not team well i don't really know teams either but like, like fans what are you i have no idea what you're talking about i know they do it for basketball like in the beginning they're like yeah like my draft team or something like fantasy like yeah, that's fantasy probably draft? it yeah don't they do that for like <laughs> i'm sorry i know you're laughing at me Fan- i mean fantasy drafting is i, I know they do it for thing. football do yeah. they do it for basketball probably in baseball i don't but, know i feel like they might do it for every sport i don't know but that's different than what i'm talking about fantasy drafting stuff is more like you pick certain players and then somehow there's some sort of like point system associated with stuff they do throughout the week or at least this is my understanding based on like what i see zach do in his fantasy football yeah i have no idea i thought i knew but i guess i really don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh also my husband's fantasy team is called big papa punt which if you are a uh (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) what (laughs) it's called big papa punt what is this for um it is it's his fantasy league team but for but for what sport but what made him name it that because there's a wrestler called big papa pump and we were trying to come up with a wrestling name and i came up with big papa punt and i'm very proud of that if you are a wrestling fan (laughs) at any time in the last 20 years or so i would say uh maybe you appreciate that too like, when you said that, I, like, instantly felt like a gangsta. A gangsta? <laughs> Big Papa Pump. <laughs> I don't know if he's a gangsta. He like, I like... can just, like, hear that, like, in, like, a rap song or something. Like, I'm Big Papa Pump. I'm about to blow your socks off. That doesn't even rhyme. Yeah, it does. <laughs> in my world, it does. Pumping off? <laughs> 
You just gotta like feel the vibe, Liz. Oh, oh, oh. Um, big Papa Pump, I'm about to blow your socks off. <laughs> oh, it doesn't go. I don't think even like the syllable amount fits right. It doesn't. In my head, it did. This is another thing, like the word, the sentences. Uh-huh. I think it sounds good, but then when it comes out, <laughs> it's not. Oh, God. So, yeah, if there's anyone out there writing music, I got some ideas. Uh, They aren't necessarily good ones, but they're ideas. Hey, you know what? It could sell. Sure. Sure. I mean, if Call Me Maybe could sell, this could sell. All right. uh... Or the It's Friday. Oh, yeah. You just have to have a real good video to go with it. Right, yeah. That's what sells it. We could have big... Papa. <laughs> I forgot the name. <laughs> it's part of your rap. <laughs> you could have <laughs> you could have Big Papa Pump like, I don't know, dancing in the background. Uh-huh. You could, you could make a video for Didn't you say Big Papa Pump is like an actual guy? Yeah, he's a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, we could write a song about a wrestler. Go for it. Let them. I want to hear what your song about a wrestler sounds like. But see that that makes sense. I'm about to blow your socks off. Like he's about to punch him. He's gonna punch him right out of his socks. Yeah. <laughs> Be scared. Get cold feet. Uh-huh. Oh my god. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, can we talk about Scooby Doo now? Yeah. Let's. Oh god, we gotta bring it all the way back. What were we talking about? Okay. Big Papa Pump. Tournaments. Okay, so eventually we will probably around March Madness time we'll have some sort of uh, Scooby Doo theme song tournament, mm-hmm. and um, I'll try to put some sort of bracket template together so you all can uh, play along with us and you know what we tell could us do. What you want to do? What we could write our own Scooby Doo theme song. Like I could write one, mm-hmm. and you could write one. And we can perform it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, We can work with that. We can work with that. We'll see. I mean, I have no like musical knowledge whatsoever, so it's. I could do a Scooby Doo rap. Please write a Scooby Doo rap. Scooby Doo, we do. He's looking for you. Uh huh. And he's about to blow your socks off. Again, I'm very tired. Okay. Stay tuned. Ryan, thank you so much for this gift. Honestly, yeah. Ten minutes. (laughs) I hope he enjoys it. You know what, Mr. Stoned? Um, if you think of any song lyrics, go ahead and just email it to us, please. If you would like to write us your own Scooby Doo rap or Big Papa Pump rap, hey, I would rap it on the show. Yeah. Send it in. Even if you're not Mr. Stoned, um, go ahead and send those in to thescoobysisters mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Much like uh, Ryan, your email can get read on the podcast and perhaps And inspire. Big Lid here can wrap it. Yeah. That was what they called me in high school. Big Lid. Big Lid? Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Seriously, that was one of my nicknames. I, I know. Sure was. Y'all had a big, big something. Big Mitch. Big... No, it, there was only two bigs, and oh. Elizabeth was Lizzie Longlegs, because she was, uh, like, you know, very tiny. 
Gotcha. But had really long legs. So instead of like a daddy long leg, it was Lizzie long legs. Yeah, because you know, you and Michelle were such like chunksters. <laughs> yeah, we really thought we were. And now I look back, I'm like, man, high school fat was a whole new world of skinny. <laughs> uh-huh. God, I miss high school fat. Um, Me too. All right. Uh, moving on from our glory days. Uh, <laughs> once again, you can email us at thescoobysisters at gmail.com. Please do that. This uh, this segment uh, was a huge hit. I need water because I'm waiting. It's about to go viral. Would you like to say the next line of your rap? That wasn't a rap. Oh, okay. You said for our next number one hit or something, so I said it's about to go viral. Okay. God, we are so off. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. We are talking about decoy for a dog napper. Um, de- 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 decoy. The decoy for the dog napper. Because <laughs> I'm a bad rapper. <laughs> Yikes. I don't even know how I'm going to edit this into a coherent episode. <laughs> no, you don't have to edit it's that. It's just going to be, episode. at the beginning, I'm going to say this is just a super cut of all the absolutely insane things that were said, and then it'll just be a super cut of all the insane things that were said. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to add all this in there. I'm literally just speaking what comes to my mind. Oh, no, most point. of this is going in. <laughs> this is, we have no content on the actual episode. This is all just Lydia singing random weird things. Not singing, Liz. Rapping. Okay. There's a difference. It's, a di- it's different? Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, moving it way, way back into... Throwback. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to reel this back in. And every time... Reel it in, brother. Reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few people will understand this. Okay. Reel it in. Reel it in. Well, no one's going to understand it because they can't see your hand motions. So. No, but people in my class, mm-hmm. they'd get it. they get it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Just think of CCA days. Reel it in, brother. Reel it in. Okay. Okay. Cool. But yeah. So, moving back on to decoy for a dog napper. Lid, what was your favorite scene in this episode? My favorite scene for this episode, I would have to say, is probably when Scooby is on the rail cart and Shaggy saves him. But the only reason I say that is because we all know it's no secret that Shaggy's probably my favorite character of the whole show. So not only, Liz, is he a gymnast, a ventriloquist, but he also is so strong that he can out-race the Midnight Express. Yeah. That's skill. Mm-hmm. Or he's a wizard. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> or Scooby's the wizard and gave Shaggy powers. Oh, uh, probably. Uh, can we acknowledge that at this point in the episode of Scooby-Doo, the villains are trying to murder Scooby? Yeah, that's really crazy. It's real dark. They're like, yeah, I'll just put him on the old trail and send him out. Yeah, on the train track. Yeah. He'll be 20 miles away, so they won't identify the body as coming from <laughs> Pretty here. Much, yeah. Oh, God. And then I love how, like, you know, the train's, like, honking, and mm-hmm. and Shaggy's like, what's that? That sounds like the Midnight Express. Turns around. That is the Midnight Express. Well, what else would it be, Shaggy? <laughs> maybe there's another train that comes through town. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay, so that was your favorite scene. That was a good scene. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it was not really that great of an episode, so. Yes. That's kind of the best part, at least to me. You, yours might be different. Um, <laughs> I, we should I, just name this whole thing <laughs> eh. <laughs> it might be that <laughs> eh. 
Um, so I have two favorite scenes just because the whole thing was sort of mediocre and, gotcha. <laughs> and it all fell on the same mediocre scale. Yeah. Um, so I always love a good scene where Scooby is scaring Shaggy, which happens in this. Scooby dresses up as, I guess, he's trying to be the Indian witch doctor. Um, and he scares Shaggy, but the best part of this is when Shaggy gets scared, he, like, screams, Geronimo, and then Scooby gets scared. Geronimo! Because, because Shaggy screams. <laughs> I'm like, but you're the one doing the scaring. Why are yeah. you scared yourself? I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. And I'm very on character. Um, also, I love the part where Velma sits down and, and just automatically gets, like, shot up to Fred in that next to that, like, Indian Idol thing, because... Yeah, he's like, what are you doing, Velma? I don't know. I just sat down, and then here I am. I love how calm she is. Yeah. She's got her legs crossed and everything. Like, she just Uh was sitting there at a park or something, just enjoying the view, and I don't know. I just sat down, and here I am. Yeah, Velma's really going with the flow of this episode. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine being in, like, an ancient Indian village, and then you sit down, and the, the... chair starts moving and and you're just accepting it i don't know yeah i don't know if i would just accept it by the same time i really go with the flow but at a place like that i probably wouldn't have accepted it uh considering you talked uh in previous episodes about being terrified of haunted houses i'm pretty sure an abandoned ancient native american in town is uh not gonna be your favorite place to be oh yeah i wouldn't have even have gone (laughs) up there no can we also talk about how fred just shoots an arrow and expects all of the people to be able to climb up the rope. <laughs> yeah, they, it must be really strong. It is so hard to pull yourself up by a rope. Yeah, I mean, and how did Scooby pull himself up there? Well, that's a good question. No thumbs I mean, there. His, you know, his paws, they ain't gonna... Yeah. Well, we've established that Velma can full-on sprint while carrying Scooby, so she probably just carried him up on her back. And Shaggy can outbeat a train, so... <laughs> exactly. These, uh... Do the gang have superpowers? They're the Avengers. The gang are the Avengers. That's it. Ugh. Who would be who? Who would be who? Hmm. I feel like Fred would have to be Iron Man because he always has a solution. You he know what I'm saying? He doesn't smart enough to be Iron Man. I don't know though because, and just hear me out, Fred always like makes the plan and like tells everyone what to do and that's kind of what Iron Man does. But the plans never work. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I feel like he's like the old American boy. So he feels more like Captain America. Oh, yeah. He's right. the leader. But maybe doesn't always come up mm-hmm. with great plans. Scooby can be like the Incredible Hawk because he just kind of destroys things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, him and Shaggy both uh, destroy things quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Velma could be Iron Man because they're both very smart. Oh, yeah. She's got more of the Mm -hmm. science knowledge. She was working a tracker. I didn't even know uh, these kids could have access to stuff like that back in the 60s. Well, technically, Daphne was working the tracker. Oh, was she? Yeah, because she was the one in the van that said, I'm picking up another signal on Scooby's collar. And then Scooby passes by. No, it's Daphne. Huh. I'm like 95% sure. Because I thought Velma had like the headset on or They both were there. Okay. But Daphne was the one in the van that Mm -hmm. caught Scooby. Well, Daphne is supposedly canonically the one who is the wealthy child. Right. For sure. So maybe it was her tracker. Maybe that's where they got the money for it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Who would Daphne be as an Avenger? Hmm. That's really hard. That is really hard. Who's somebody who gets caught a lot? <laughs> it's just two minutes of silence no. as Liz tries to remember the Avenger movies. Um, I can't see anyone being Thor. Uh, I guess not. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't even think Shaggy could be Thor. No, I'm not sure who Shaggy is. Um, yeah. Oh, Shaggy is Doctor Strange because he's a wizard. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to say that Daphne is Black, about- Black Widow because... Or Hawkeye. Does Hawkeye get caught a lot? Well, she could be either one. Eh, I, yeah, Hawkeye might work better. Cause because he's just like, he does things, but he's not like super important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is good. No, I like Hawkeye. Don't you think? That, that works. Yeah. And... Uh, they don't have, like, actual powers. It's just they right. have great tactical skill. So, yeah. Yeah. Which I guess uh, later on in the Scooby-Doo live-action movie, she has a uh, good tactical skill. But uh, we don't get there right. for a long time. Yeah. She kicked that man's butt. <laughs> in, a, in a wrestling rink? Sort of? If I remember how that movie goes? It was on a roof. Yeah, but there is, um, like ropes like wrestling rink ropes yeah i don't think it was supposed to be like a wrestling rink though Mm. i think it was kind of like a boundary for people not to fall into the window because like Mm. the floor part of it was a like a glass window Mm. because remember she like kicks them into it yeah interesting i'm pretty sure okay i haven't seen in a while i could be wrong it's a weird boundary because i distinctly remember there being turnbuckles which is a very wrestling thing to do okay (laughs) i mean i don't know but anyway all right. I don't know if we ever established who Skippy was. Who did we say? Ah, we'll just say he's No, I said Hulk. he was the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> that was a very low energy. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sure. <laughs> Explanation of who the gang is as Avengers. <laughs> this is going to be our greatest episode this yet. It's really going to be interesting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, it's going to be another long edit. Okay. So those were our favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite character? Okay, this one. Um, I did decide to do Daphne. Because she was more involved this time. Okay. And the reason I say that is because she was doing a lot of the tracking for Scooby. Even though she did get kidnapped, mm-hmm. she also was able to set free all the dogs after Scooby set her free. I mean, tech, uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of gave that point to mm-hmm. Scooby, but. Yeah, but she still was like, oh, yeah, we'll free the dogs. Mm-hmm. And so she like helped with that. I don't know. She kind of had a more active role this time mm-hmm. than the previous episodes, at least. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair, I guess. What was your favorite character? Mine was once again Scooby. Okay. I thought his opening scene was really cute where he was, like, attracted to mm-hmm. Princess and went and pulled flowers out of some person's garden to go give to her. Yep. I thought he was pretty brave. He was a pretty active participant in this whole dog nap decoy thing. So yeah, absolutely. thought he did pretty good. He cut himself out of a box he to did. not die. That was pretty brave. With a very sharp fingernail. Well, yeah, what is that? Paw nail? What would that? Claws. Claws. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, just a claw nail. I don't know what that was. Don't mind me. Anyway. Um, and when he was getting kidnapped, his, uh, his little, oh no, oh no thing really got to me. Like, I, I felt kind of panicked and sad for him there because he sounded so scared. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah. Reggie, <laughs> help, help Reggie. 
Yeah, I thought it was sweet and sad, but it all worked out well in the end, so. Yeah, I may have shed a tear or two. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm have just you ever kidding. cried during a Scooby-Doo episode? No. I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Mm-mm. Maybe Alien Invaders? No, I probably didn't cry over that. But that's uh, probably one of the saddest endings. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. That's a great, great, mm-hmm. great movie, though. I actually well, just watched it, like, yeah. two weeks ago. Oh, speaking of that and-, and other movies to watch. So, if you were watching, or if you are listening to this episode, the day it came out, before 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is going. You should go to our Twitter at Scooby Sisters and vote on what we are going to do for our first ever Halloween episode. Yes. I have a Twitter poll up there, so you can vote on whether we will cover Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, or if we'll just cover the scariest episodes of Scooby-Doo. Okay. So, once again, if you're listening to this, on the day it comes out, Friday... Before 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the poll is still up. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know. Right now, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island is in the lead. So if you want us to cover something else, you got to get out there and go to the polls. And then after you vote, if you aren't already following us, you should follow. Yeah, for sure. But um, I actually just watched um, The Witch's Ghost last night. Nice. Don't don't say anything about it because I have not seen it in so long and I don't want to spoil. I forgot about it until I watched it. mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. That's where we get Hex Girls introduced, right? Yes. Okay. That's literally the only thing I remember about it. Yes. All right. So we talked about our favorite scene and our favorite character. Um, Now it's time for trivia. Trivia. Lydia, who is Geronimo? Geronimo. Oh, God. (laughs) That's not the answer I'm looking for. Um, honestly, I don't know. The only thing I know is is Geronimo. I, I'm guessing some kind of Native American or Native Indian. Native there... American, yes, he is a Native American. He was a real person. Yeah. Um, he was I not a Native from... Indian. Well, I was literally just saying <laughs> things because you know I don't want to say anything to like offend somebody. So. Yeah. No, no, he was a Native American. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's. Probably all I know. Yeah. I'm not really familiar with the um, Native American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in an anthropology class right now for school, so I'll probably learn a little more about it. But nice. All right. Well, I also did not know who he was. I knew that he existed at some point in time and space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's what I found from Wikipedia. All right. Born in June 1829, Geronimo was a prominent leader and medicine man from the word i can't pronounce band of the apache tribe yeah there's a lot of words in here that i'm just not gonna try to pronounce because it will sound terrible uh from 1850 to 1886 geronimo joined with members of three other word i can't say apache bands to carry out numerous raids as well as fight against mexican and u.s military campaigns in the northern mexico states and the southwestern american territories of new mexico and arizona Geronimo's raids and related combat actions were a part of the prolonged period of the Apache-United States conflict, which started with American settlement in Apache lands following the end of the war with Mexico in 1884. Geronimo's raids and related combat actions were part of the prolonged period of Apache-United States conflict, which started with the American settlement in Apache lands following the end of the war with Mexico in 1848. 
He eventually became a prisoner of war, and the United States capitalized on Geronimo's fame among non-Indians by displaying him at various events. They would trot him out at fairs, exhibitions, and other public functions where he would do demonstrations and sell stuff that he was wearing or carrying for money. Uh, and then eventually in 1909, he died still a prisoner of war. So, <laughs> kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's who Geronimo is. Okay. So, kind of weird and random and kind of awkward, the whole ghost of Geronimo thing in here. But uh, we didn't really care about this episode that much anyway, so we're just going to move on past that. <laughs> but there's your history lesson for the week. <laughs> Maybe this is its whole new segment of Liz Reed's random history facts from uh, Wikipedia. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting to learn, so maybe there are some fellow nerds out there who would uh, yeah. like to hear that. It's just not my thing, you know? <laughs> um, a more fun fact is during the bat attack where Shaggy and Velma are being attacked by bats, mm-hmm. Shaggy says something like, if I survive this, I'm going to call this dance the Batusi. Well, the Batusi is a infamous dance that Batman does in the 60s TV Stop series. It. Seriously? <laughs> At least that's what people call it. I don't know if it was supposed to be called the Batusi. Hmm. Um, I will get that clip on YouTube and I will post it to our yes. social media accounts and probably put a link to it in the podcast notes of this episode mm-hmm. because the scene is hilarious. Yeah, it is. While we're talking about that, I want to plug a possible podcast. Okay. So, Zach and I, my husband, Zach, have been going back and forth about doing a 60s TV series Batman podcast. There you go. So, yeah, if any of our listeners of Scooby-Doo and Sister 2 would like to hear a podcast about the 60s Batman TV show, let me know if that's something you're interested in, and uh, that might be something that happens in the not-too-distant future. There you go. Some relationship bonding. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's a podcast where... Two spouses with nothing in common bond over 60s Batman? No, that's not true, but... (laughs) Well, I hope you guys would have some things in common. (laughs) Something in common. We have 60s Batman in common, and that's it. Wow. (laughs) That's all you need for a marriage. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) To bond over one show that (laughs) went off air before either of you were born. Before maybe even your parents were born. (laughs) True. Nowadays. (laughs) (sighs) And now, it's time... For conspiracy corner. Da 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 da. I'm concerned about it. <laughs> Do you Our, like that, Liz? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> keep them coming, sis. Keep them coming. My mind is just flowing with ideas. Uh-huh. Yeah, and on that note, uh, my conspiracies are a little weak this time, but I do need to bring up a very important character in this episode. And who would that be? That would be Mike. Mike was the driver, if you remember right, the one mm-hmm. who actually kidnapped Scooby. Right. I think he's some kind of monster, maybe? Yeah, he definitely doesn't like animals. Yeah, he's the one who willingly tried to kill Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So, I mean, technically, yes, he is a monster. He is. But he also has the strength of a monster, because there's a part where he picks Scooby-Doo up, but Scooby has his claws locked into the floorboards. But... So not only does he pick up roughly 150 pounds of a dog... He also pulls the floorboards up with said dog. But not only that, Scooby is also extremely strong to even pry his claws into the wood. Mm -hmm. Well, we've said earlier, Scooby is the Hulk of Scooby-Doo. 
That's true. Yeah. We did so say that. We'll just go with that. See, there you go. That even proves my point even more. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're selling me on it more and more. But yeah, no, this monster monster, Mike, is also not caught at the end. He isn't in the unmasking. Yeah, he's, he's not. Not like arrested with whatever the other guy's name you know was, what? Master. You're right. He's not. No, he's out there free. He's out there probably killing dogs. He's putting dogs on railroad tracks and taking names. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is, Lily. Sure is. Yeah. Uh, we'll just put him on the old freight car and just send him down the railroad. <laughs> so, what do you think the next step for Mike was? What do you think he did? He jumped on the Midnight Express. Yeah. And moved on to the next town. Since uh, Masters obviously didn't help him out. Yeah. He probably uh, he probably stole Masters' dog and is now showing him and shows himself. Might be onto something there, Liz. Might be. This is maybe the weakest of the conspiracy corner theories, but uh, <laughs> we'll go with it. All right. Um, also, a small bit of evidence to support my theory that Shaggy is some sort of wizard or has some sort of magical powers. Uh, he unhinges his jaw to eat a sandwich at one point. Yeah, it's true. He did do that. Yeah, so that's not natural. So it's either he's a wizard or Scooby's a wizard who gave him magical unhinging jaw powers so that he can consume large or, sandwiches. Or, think about it, maybe... He's an anaconda. <gasps> Shaggy's a lizard person. Seriously. <gasps> oh, Those man. things can, like, eat big things. Shaggy's a lizard person. You heard it here? Well, lizards don't do that. Yeah, well, like a Snakes lizard. Snakes do. Lizard people are, like, a common, like, cryptid. Like a, well, whatever a common conspiracy. He is. But that's fine. No, I do also like the idea that Shaggy is, like, a shape-shifting anaconda. He's secretly a snake person. Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My anaconda don't. <laughs> what? Not unless it got mustard. Hun. <laughs> On a chocolate-covered bun. <laughs> God, our songs are so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Okay, so Shaggy is maybe a wizard, maybe a snake. So is he like, is he just a giant snake that like put on human arms and legs, like or, fake arms and legs? Or maybe he's just from Kentucky. <laughs> In the Scooby-Doo podcast community, the people are presented two separate but equally important groups. The gang who commit the crimes and the podcasters who call them out on it. These are their stories. This is Law & Order Scooby-Doo. Alright, so this is the part of the podcast where we talk about the crimes that the gang committed. Yes. So, I've got three, possibly four. Um, I have one, possibly two. Okay. Um, I'll read off mine, we'll see if uh, ours sync up. Sound good? Sounds good. Alright. Uh, first off theft because shaggy steals charlie's motor scooter that's true mm-hmm. <laughs> charlie charlie uh, i love that they introduce a whole new character that shaggy supposedly knows just so that he can steal a motor scooter i thought that was pretty good uh writing right there oh i know oh i hope we see more of charlie and the, the i like charlie episodes. i liked charlie too charlie I mean, the sheriff from House on the Castle showed up once again. That's so, true. So, hey, maybe these are some recurring characters. All right. Also, there is driving on railroad tracks. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. I mean, granted, they were trying to save, like, their dog and their friend, so. Yeah. If my dog and friend was on a railroad track, and that's the only way I could get to him, I'd drive on it, too. Yeah, same. For sure. 
Uh, and then also trespassing in the Native American city. Right. That, that can't be illegal. I don't yeah. know who would own that land. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like a government-owned thing or what, but yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's probably blocked off somewhere. Somewhere. I mean, considering they had to do like a Batman-type grapple arrow thing. That, right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of what I meant to say back then, so that is the part that Zack watched and then had the revelation that maybe... Fred is the Batman of this universe. Gotcha. Yeah. Which, I mean, Batman exists in this universe. He's in several episodes, so that can't technically be right. But there's something there. Maybe twins. Maybe twins. Is is Fred Jones the long-lost brother of Bruce Wayne? Stay tuned to find out. (laughs) Stay tuned to find out. God, I hope when we get to the Batman episodes, we remember that theory. Because I'm going to try to find evidence for it so hard. Yes. Oh, God. All right, so... Oh, and then the sort of one is identity theft? That was the one I was going to say. Yeah, because they're trying to... When Scooby-Doo tried to pretend to be... The dog. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they don't, like, steal, like, their, like, IDs or anything like that. They just dress up as them, so... It's still identity theft. I guess. It's a serious issue. I mean, if you dress up as, like, a celebrity on Halloween, does that make it identity theft? No, but I feel like that's different. Because everyone is expecting people to dress up, and these people weren't expecting Shaggy and Scooby to dress up. Hmm. I think there's a fine line between planned and not knowing about it. So if I dressed up as Lady Gaga, and I just went to a Panera and started pretending like whatever I think Lady Gaga acts like, I would be committing identity theft if it was on a random day in March. I don't know, because... Like, it's different to say, I'm going to dress up as Lady Gaga. Like, that's really hard to get away from. Like, to get away with. Hmm. Not from. I meant to say with. <laughs> that's another one of those weird word things again. Mm. But anyway, the dog wasn't, like, famous. I mean, kind, kind like, of. local famous. Okay, so if. But you know Zach, what I'm saying? If Zach dressed up as locally famous Zach Herzog, right? Is that the broadcaster guy? Maybe. Who's on the local news? Maybe. No, I feel like this is just... No, no. No. I feel like this is not the same. Okay. I just don't think this is the same at all. Hmm. Okay. But I do think it's potentially identity theft. But we'll see. All right. My other one... one, But it's all good. Yeah, what was your other one? It was the uh, railroad. Mm. Driving on the railroad. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. So you all got away with three, possibly four, crimes this episode. Yeah. That's, uh, That's on the higher end of what we've seen so far, so... Yep. You're right. They're going to have to pay for those deeds sometimes, unless they already are in some sort of purgatory hellscape. Mm-hmm. Although I've kind of given up on that one so far. I kind of like the idea that Scooby or Shaggy has wizard powers instead of they're yeah. in some sort of weird payment. Um, I actually forgot to say this earlier. So you know how there's three dogs mm-hmm. in the movie? Oh, wait, wait. Not wait. in the movie, but in the <laughs> episode. Uh, uh, that I mean, they set free. More, oh, okay. No, the ones they set. That oh, they that set they set free. free. I thought you were talking about Princess and then that other dog that flirts with Scooby, but doesn't Scooby doesn't like flirt back, so she gets right. mad. So, hear me out. Mm-hmm. What if the dogs that they set free are the actual dogs that the humans' spirits are living inside of? Hmm. Does that make sense? Like, remember how I said Scoob- what Scooby-Doo's the wizard? Mm-hmm. And he turned all his dog friends into humans? Oh. What if the humans were setting free their actual dog bodies? 
so corpses. The, I don't really know what word to use. So the dogs that we saw trapped are the dogs that the gang were originally. Yeah. But Shaggy's not uh, one of them because apparently he's the wizard. Remember? I thought Scooby... No, Scooby's the wizard. Yeah, but sh- but there's only three dogs. But there's four dogs if you include the pink dog. Right. And maybe that's why Scooby wasn't giving him any attention. Because maybe. he knew that she was Daphne or, yeah, or Velma. Daphne. I don't know. The poodle... They they yeah. rescued a poodle. Yeah, I guess the pink-haired dog looked a little bit more like Velma as far as haircut mm-hmm. went. Yeah. So, yeah. Sense. And huh. actually, that makes more sense for Velma to be that dog because remember how Scooby and, and Velma kind of get, well, and this is more in Mystery Incorporated, mm. they get a little jealous of who Shaggy spends more time with. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I might be onto something. I like this. You never know. So, okay, so then Daphne's the poodle. What were the other two dogs? I think one was like a lab, which that would have been like the bigger dog. Mm-hmm. That would have been Fred. Oh, yeah. And what then the it? other one was, I think it was a black and white dog. And that would have just been Shaggy. Okay, yeah. There wasn't any that. like Shaggy, Shaggy dogs, you know. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, because they're, they're show dogs. They're not allowed to be right. Shaggy. right. Oh, I also felt a little sad and offended for Scooby-Doo that they implied that he was this big old mutt who wasn't pretty enough to be a show I know. dog. And then I thought of my dog <laughs> and your dog. Our dogs are total mutts. <laughs> and I was like, but they are still lovable. Yeah, they're beautiful. We do have pretty dogs. We do. Sparky gets uh, compliments on his looks all the time. So does Haynes. Yeah. yeah. Especially when he gets to the vet for his diabetes checkup. Aww. They all love him. Yeah. Uh, although Sparky is due for a bath right now. I was a little jealous when uh, Sparky got, when uh, Scooby got his bath because Sweet Boy is Mr. Smell Bad right now. He's a little, he's running a little late for his monthly bath. Haynes is actually in really good shape when he stayed at the uh, boarding place when we went on our trip. Oh, I didn't know you boarded him. Yeah. At um, his vet, they do boarding. Oh, that's awesome. Because since he has to take like insulin twice a day oh. and stuff, we wanted people that really cared. Yeah. You know, and would be able to take care of him Mm -hmm. we picked him up and he was so happy and he was all brushed down and clean and he smelt good and that's awesome yeah he they took really good care of him so we were very happy with it good for him Mm -hmm. all right sis is there anything else you'd like to say about this episode before i move on to ratings no um not really yeah it was again eh. yeah all right so I, I wouldn't call the IMDb rating eh so much, but it is the lowest one that we've seen of these five episodes so far. Okay. So IMDb, out of like 350 ratings or something like that, gotcha. it is a 7.5 out of 10. Okay, yeah, that is one of the lower ones. Yeah, which feels still kind of high, but you know, nostalgia. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's IMDb's idea of what is your rating for this episode. Yeah, so this episode, I'm going to give it 5.5 midnight express trains okay the only reason i'm gonna give it that is again it was eh, you know um i thought it was good it just didn't stand out mm-hmm. and i as a kid really liked it so i guess i had high expectations when i went to rewatch it and mm-hmm. then i was just kind of more disappointed but again it was all around a good episode just really nothing stood out and i think it was because really nothing interested me in this episode besides the cute dogs yeah no, I agree. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 drivers that got away. All right. <laughs> yeah, I uh, eh. I didn't feel, I didn't have a ton of 
like heavy nostalgia going into this. Although this is the last episode of that disc that we had with the yeah. first five episodes. So going mm-hmm. on from here, there might be episodes I've never even seen before. Probably. Uh, this is a really good series. I've seen mm-hmm. all of them yeah. a lot. I'm excited. I have a lot of favorite episodes on this series. Yeah, I watched uh, episode six and just preparation for the podcast and uh i don't think i'd ever seen it before was that the one with the haunted mansion i'm pretty sure yeah with daphne's family i think yeah 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 i was shocked i'm like i was i've never seen episode six of where are you i don't know yeah i guess the library was out of it (laughs) probably i would have get everything from the library yes but yeah no i'd say it's a five i didn't really care about it Mm -hmm. oh But speaking of ratings, Mm -hmm. I would like to read our first ever review on Apple Podcasts. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm excited. So luckily this rating is not an eh. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yes. So, uh, so far we have three five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts, which is awesome. Only one of them had anything written. So here I'm going to read the five-star review from Mike underscore H underscore ESQ. And it is titled Fantastic and Funny. And the body of the review just says, remember where liars go. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he was a uh, CCA student. Yeah, I feel like we have a CCA alum among us. So thank you, Mike, so much for the review. We very much appreciate it. If you would also like to have your review read on the podcast, go to Apple Podcast and leave us a review there. But we're only going to read good ones. So, if you again, if you have a a bad review, just email us. Yeah, email us at thescoobysisters at gmail.com. All right, and now it's time for recommendations. So, I'll start us off this time. I'm going to recommend Dracula by Bram Stoker. Uh, I mean, this is a classic book. You've maybe read it before. You maybe had to read it for school. I can't remember if that's a book that people read for school work. Um, but I read it every couple years. It's just one that I've always enjoyed. It's very classic horror. So if you want to get in that spooky mindset for Halloween, give Dracula a try. And if you're not into reading books so much as listening to books, there's a great audio version of it on Audible. Liddy, what would you like to recommend this week? So this week, I know it's October, so that means the leaves are falling. And yes, that also means it's allergy season. (laughs) (laughs) You would think with all of the plant life dying that you wouldn't have extra allergies. I know. But somehow it always happens. Yeah. So you know with allergies that usually comes with... A sore throat and runny nose, all that terrible stuff. Um, so I actually discovered this drink from Starbucks. I know Liz is looking at me like, what? I'm very confused. Go yeah. ahead. It's called the Medicine Ball. What? Yeah, they make a drink called the Medicine Ball. And it's two different types of teas. And they put like honey in it. Ooh. Pretty sure it's like a peppermint something kind of tea with a like citrus kind of, like a lemon oh, citrusy. Tea. Yeah, it's so good. You put hunt they put honey and stuff like that mm-hmm. in it. And it really helps. Of course it's a hot drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really helped me the past week. I was really sick with some allergies a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and I went and got one. So yeah, you guys should check it out if you're uh feeling a little under the weather. Yeah, it's really good too. Sometimes like I'll just go and mm-hmm. get it because I think it tastes as good. Nice. I'm gonna go try that tomorrow. I love yeah. Starbucks tea, so yeah, if you just tell me what the medicine ball. Huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that one. 
All right, so now it's time to plug our social media accounts. So, Liddy, where can people find you on social media? You guys can find me on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my handle is the same for both, and that would be Liddy underscore five, and that's L-Y-D-D-D-I-E underscore five. And if you didn't catch that, that's three Ds. I usually am on Instagram a lot more than Twitter. So what I like to do every day is put a encouraging quote on my story. Because I think that if you speak encouragement and positivity, you're going to have a better outcome. And if you speak the negativity, it's going to be a bad day. So start off your day better and get some encouragement. But yeah, so where can they find you, Liz? You can find my personal account on Twitter and Instagram at SparkyBoyFan. But more importantly, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Scooby Sisters. Once again, if you're listening to this episode on the Friday that it releases at or before 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please go to our Twitter page and vote on what we will cover in our Halloween episode. Also, if you would like to email the show, you can get in touch with us at thescoobysisters at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your suggestions for episodes, much like Mr. Stoned. You can recommend episode ideas to us, and we will read them on the podcast. Yes. Even if we never do them, we can riff about them on the podcast and have content for episodes that were just kind of meh. Also, you can send us a voice message at anchor dot fm backslash scooby sisters so we've been asking for a couple weeks now for your all's uh, impersonations of scooby-doo or some sort of scooby-doo character we haven't received any yet i'm still holding out hope that someone (laughs) will send it to us um i would love to feature those on our halloween episode oh my gosh yeah that would be so much fun so please do it please send it to us guys we would love to hear your impersonations if not it'll just be lydia and i pretending to be other people impersonating people and that'll just be sad yeah we don't want to act desperate here (laughs) (laughs) so please listen so please listen to our desperate plea of (laughs) send us your impersonations hear our humble cry (laughs) yes all right guys that's all we have for you today um thanks for giving us a listen we really appreciate it we truly love what we do we love it So if you would, just give us a like, comment, share, let us know what you're thinking, give us some ideas like Liz said before. We just really would appreciate it. Yes, and once again, we are on Apple Podcasts where we would love to get your reviews. And if you send them in, we will read them on the podcast. Yes. So do that. Tell a friend. Spread the love of Scooby-Doo. Spread the love. (laughs) Um, Also... I almost forgot. We we do have a YouTube page where we post these episodes in YouTube format. So if you would like to follow us there, it's just Scooby-Doo and Sister 2 podcast. If you type that in, you should be able to find it. Yep. We don't get personalized YouTube <laughs> uh, URLs. Uh, otherwise, I would uh, read that out to you. Um, but yeah, you can subscribe to us there. And on that note, in the immortal words of Norvell Rogers... 